Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. We have some guests in studio this morning. So the Junior City Council is made up of councillors that are representatives from various high schools. They've got five committees, namely Youth Development, Community Service, Public Relations, Environmental and Fundraising. So with it being the month of October and with the month being declared Mental Health Awareness Month, we're joined in studio this morning by two young councillors to discuss mental health in teenagers. So very warm welcome to Junior Mayor Jason Killian who's from Pearson High School and the Head of Youth Development, Osajifu Jacobs, from St. Dominic's Priory. Morning, morning, boys. Morning, guys. Welcome to the studio. Very, very warm welcome. Have you had your coffee yet? Uh, Yeah, on the way here. (laughs) Not yet. No, I haven't yet. Maybe I'll get on my way to school. Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe you'll grab a a cup on the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let me start with you, Jason. I was also in the Junior City Council back in the day. Mental health wasn't a focus area back then. Why is it important to include it under the youth development portfolio in recent years? So, especially after the past few years, it has become a very common topic due to the increase in anxiety, depression and suicide rates. Uh, This was a clear indication that we need to teach our youth how to deal with these problems in a healthy manner to deal with them so that they can take that with them into adulthood. Youth development tackles problems head on in our youth and this was certainly one that needed to be addressed to protect our youth as they're going forward and progressing in their lives. Yeah, so you've seen a prevalence. What do you guys think the prevalence has been as a result of? Uh, well, I think there are multiple factors that play a role in, you know, anxiety and depression in kids. I think one of the main factors is social media and the way in which children um, perceive what it means to be a, a man or a woman mm. and how these ideas of what it means are pushed onto these kids. And I think they need to, the kids think they need to strive towards that. And oftentimes it brings them ve- uh, high levels of anxiety and depressive episodes because they are not that. Because the expectations yeah, are very high. The expectations are very high. And I think social media is one of the catalysts for that, especially for um, prepubescent uh, kids, uh, 12, 13 year olds, etc., etc. I think another problem is bullying as well. And the way in which bullying plays a role in uh, kids being anxious coming into school. Mm. Uh, school should never be an environment where kids are scared to interact with other pupils and looking over their shoulders all the time. I think that's also a, a big reason why kids feel anxious coming to school. And also a lot of uh, the times, uh, especially in our country, um, poverty rates are really high. And I feel like the financial burden of parents and the stress they incur from trying to provide for their kids often rubs onto the kids themselves and it, it leaves them feeling like there's you know there's something missing there yeah and of course the unemployment rates yeah, that's and another the story leads rates. to that yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do you feel that mental health is spoken of and, and highlighted enough in in school I mean, I, one of you can can answer that for me um i think mental health in the past it wasn't really something that was focused on but i think now in the modern times we're starting to move towards talking about it more and starting to realize that mental health is is also um just as important as anything else including like for example physical health i can talk about my experiences um at school um because i think at my school there's been a really really big shift towards important um, making sure that mental health is important 
for kids mm. and making sure that there's a safe space for them to express their feelings when they're feeling vulnerable. And I think all schools need to move and shift towards that type of dynamic. Yeah. Just just to go back to, to social media as a, a trigger, how do you suggest teenagers manage this considering they are the, the biggest users of, of social media? Yeah, I guess so the best would, and most obvious would obviously be if they limit their social media use or to investigate what they are looking at on social media because this obviously plays a big role into it. So social media can obviously have, like with everything else, have a positive and a negative impact depending yeah. on how you use it. Um, so then it's important to teach them the, like good and effective ways to use social media in a way that will have a positive impact on you and not a negative yeah. one. It's also then important to learn healthy ways to deal with anxiety that may arise from using social media. And this will differ from person to person, whereas I, for example, could deal with anxiety and stress through my faith in Jesus, or for example, someone else could um, through exercise or reading books or things yeah. like that. So it's just important to have healthy ways of dealing with this anxiety and stress. You find what stress. works for you. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Because, I mean, we've spoken about this, uh, guys. Uh, often you'll find that people will load, especially the younger generation, will load photos on Instagram and all they do at the end of the day is start comparing. Uh, you know, Vanessa got 232 likes mm. and mm. I only got 80 likes. And mm. that sort of sets their, their it's day. It's like this need for it's, validation. Yeah. It's setting a bar unnecessary as well. So, I mean, how would you guys suggest that institutions provide some sort of assistance to those who suffer from mental illness? Well, I mean, as school children, the only institutions we've really been a part of is school institutions. Um, but I think that the, the schools, the school institutions themselves need to provide a safe space and an environment that is conducive to expressing feelings, you know, where students can be vulnerable with teachers. I think teachers um, play a very important role in picking up on these signs of uh, depression and anxiety in children, especially the younger grades, very early. They can pick it up, but it's important that the, it's taken to the next level. The mm. next step is then reaching out to the children and making sure that the children feel safe, that they can express their feelings, not only to just teachers, but to other learners as well. Look, I mean, I think that, uh, yes, schools certainly do need to play that role, but in my opinion, it's also more a supportive role. Families, I think, is also really where it starts. Really stressful times that we're living in, and often the mental health of children is overlooked um, with adults thinking that they're the only ones suffering. What do you guys think that families can do, you know, to support the mental health of their children? I think families can, first of all, they need to be supportive to the children they need to be able to the children need to be able to come to their parents i think the ideas of uh, these notions of man up or this is the real world mm. get used to it uh, these type of notions are the reason why children don't feel safe in their own homes and i feel like it's really important for the parents to understand that mental health is just as important maybe not even more important than physical health you know when a child is is crying or feeling sick or has a fever the first instinct of a parent is to medicate them but why isn't that the same for when a child is feeling down mm. you know the, the, emotionally these, yeah, these are the type of questions and conversations we really need to be having especially among the older generation yeah um i mean look we can carry on talking about this uh, for, for ages you guys seem to be so clued up with this I i'm like, feeling like, like the future's in great hands it really yeah. is <laughs> Uh, both speak so well, both have ambitions going forward. And I mean, I, I know it's a very heavy topic to talk about so early in the morning, but I, I do feel that it is a very important topic. 
um, because that, this is the very reason why we're talking about it now is because it isn't highlighted enough in, in institutions and schools. Do you want to say a big thumbs up to you guys as, as teenagers and as, as learners standing up and speaking about it? Because yes, there are psychologists out there that actually handle this. But from your guys' perspective, it's always nice to, to hear what's happening on the ground yeah. and giving yeah. your advice to your, your peers as well. So, so thumbs up to you guys. Well, thank nice you very work. much for having us because it's also people like you allowing us to bring this up and to actually let the youth hear about this because it's it's really if if we weren't able to talk here then it there won't be any mm. news on Absolutely. it there won't be any attention on it so thank you very much for having us yeah, thank yeah. you very much guys and, and this is this this book that i want to get my hands on it's called are you really okay because mm. i mean you ask somebody how are you I'm and you fine. say i'm okay yeah ask them again ask them again are you really okay? Yeah. I think that's the question we need to get down to. But Any quick last shout-outs from you guys before we wrap it up? You want to say hi to anybody? I know mom and dad are here respectively, <laughs> um, but anybody else that you want to say hi to? And also thanks to parents for their support. Yeah. Here they are. They brought the boys in. Cameras are up. People are taking photos. Say a quick hello to friends well, or family. I did get a request from my nine-year-old sister, Rachel Killian, to make a shout-out to her. She's in collegiate, so she's probably on her way to school now. Uh. Hey, Okay. She wanted to shout out, okay. so there you go, Rachel. 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 <laughs> OJ? Uh, no shout outs. You also got a sister. My, my sister's in Gramstown now, so. But you can give okay. a shout out to her. Quazy, I know you're not hearing, but shout out to Quazy <laughs> and, and, at DSG. We love you and we miss you. See you soon. Oh, you, you can tell Quazy that we do broadcast to Gramstown. So oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, she can listen to the podcast when yeah. we're done. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, uh, thank you, gents, for joining us this morning. And, and I'm pretty sure that we'll have more conversations in the future going forward as well. Yes, yeah. Jason Killian from Pearson High School and Osaji for uh, Jacobs from St. Dominic's Priory. You've made your schools proud. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, you very much. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.